What is up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome back to another episode of the What the Fanboy Show. That's right. That's right. Baby. This week we got lots of elbow room here at What the Fanboy HQ. Is that what we're calling it now? What the Fanboy HQ? Okay. Now well, I get to sit in the middle. Luke wants the middle. No. Okay. <laughs> I like the left side. <laughs> well, over to my left is Luke. He's a good boy. How you doing today, man? Hi, Luke. I'm doing pretty good. I'm a little sleepy. Yeah? But, yeah. Oh. Well, who's to your left? No, but Jimba. No, look at the screen. Who's to your left? Jimba is to my left. Okay, Jimba's <laughs> to your left. Well, even left of Jimba is Tyler, who is <laughs> remoting in this week. Uh, good to see you, man. Hey, thanks. Uh, Luke reminded me of a child just now, like... <laughs> As you try to get them, you're like trying to prompt them into saying something and they just never do. Luke nailed that. Luke, that, was, that was pretty well done. Luke constantly yeah, reminds uh, me of a child. You're welcome. <laughs> I, uh, he keeps us all young. That he right? does. That he does. I, uh, I'm from home because everybody in my house is sick. So. Well, tell everyone to get Thanks for being flexible, better, guys. Because yeah. being sick ain't no fun. I actually had to stay home from work today to help like take care of them. Whoa. It was weird. Like, I felt fine. I still feel fine. Mm -hmm. I just... Bryn was running like a 102 fever. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Dana's, you know, trying to croak due to COVID and just getting kind of rowdy. Yep. In the Davis household, it seems. (laughs) But I'm here. I made it. I survived the day. I am so glad. And uh, again, we send our well wishes and uh feel better feelings to to your household thanks man um luke why don't you start us off with what you did this week um well for the majority of the week i was in colorado what uh visiting some friends Uh, it was a lot of fun i was out there just for like four days five days four and a half days um did some hiking and did some more hiking. <laughs> sounds like fun. Nice. My legs it are sounds like tired. right up Tyler's. Uh... We didn't do no fourteen or like uh, Tyler does. Well, hey, that's okay. Hiking's fun no matter where you go. This yeah, is true. It's it was a lot of fun. Like one of the hikes, we went up to a lake. Oddly enough, it was Beerstadt Lake, which I know is one of the fourteeners you did. It um, is, but not related to the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but there was a lake up there, and I got my hammock, which is one of my favorite things to do. Um, it was it was a great time, and nice. we got to see old friends that we don't get to see very much anymore, and that was a lot of fun. Dude, it's amazing how as you get older, just seeing those people who you you were so close with in the past, but like you see them just once every, even if it's like once every couple years, mm-hmm. it's like just how good that feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was super nice. Uh, I did still watch some stuff though this week. Um, actually, something I want to mention that I was not expecting to do. Um, I really needed to watch a space movie. Um, and I I I was like, man, I watch the same ones every time. Yeah. Like I have I have my three, and it's not like I didn't need a sci-fi. I needed like a. This is a true story space movie, so mm-hmm. it's either like Apollo 13, First Man, or Apollo 11, the documentary. So it's like, <laughs> okay, what else is out there? And 
I got on Prime Video because I was just like, I'll just watch First Man. And the first thing on there that I saw on the front page was October Sky. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, heck yeah. And I watched it. <laughs> Man, that movie's amazing. I miss that movie. It's a good um, movie. If you haven't seen October Sky, I highly recommend it. It's a feel-good one. It's a true story. Jake Gyllenhaal is a teenager, <laughs> uh, which is a lot of fun. He's a great actor, even back then, except for Velvet Buzzsaw. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, that gotta movie, throw that jab. Gotta throw that in oh, there. Of course, but that movie's amazing. People should watch that. Um, I also started another show, which I didn't even realize was coming out this week, which was Reservation Dogs season two. Oh yeah, um, that show's back. I love that show. It's on Hulu. Check it out. Um, the show I finished is Blackbird. Um, it's six episodes. All the episodes are out. It's just a limited series. Starring Taron Egerton. I think I've talked about it a little bit. And uh, Paul Walter Hauser. It's uh, it's really good. Uh, Taron Egerton and Paul Walter Hauser are phenomenal in it. See, they are both really good actors. So yeah. I would imagine. Stingray. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird to see him as Stingray and then see him as this. Or anything else he's done, really? Yeah. He's so yeah. creepy in this. Um, and like the things that they just talk about are just like really upsetting and you can see it really to start to get to Taron Egerton's character who is a criminal in his own. He's, he's in jail. His character actually went to jail. Um, but it's just a phenomenal story and, uh, to watch Taron Egerton's, uh, character bounce off of paul walter hauser's i can't remember the names unfortunately um it, it was really something and it's it's based on a true story which makes it even even more wild i think people should watch it it's apple tv um I'm trying to think if they've missed yet i mean i haven't watched c just kind of ignored that one <laughs> I mean, it's gotten three seasons. I was gonna now, say the first so. season wasn't bad, and they keep renewing it. So I think the third season is the last one. I don't think. Yeah, they're. So. they're I don't. I just can't get it. past the the premise and like the trailer where they're <laughs> like, we can't see. Our child can. How do you know? <laughs> How do you know your kid can see? Oh, I'll never get past that. Um, did I ever talk about how I finished Paper Girls, or did I only talk about how I started it? I think you just talked about how you started it. Okay. So you well, finished Paper Girls. I finished too? Paper Girls. That show is awesome. Um, it doesn't follow the comic book beat for beat, but that's fine. It's still a great ride. It's a lot of fun. Um, the last episode I thought was super awesome. So I'm super ready for season two. Uh, people should check that show out. It's on Prime Video. Um, and then I I watched Prey. Talk about it later. Nice. Eat. Nope. Tyler, what'd you do this week? Uh, very quickly, I'm about halfway through Paper Girls. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Dana and I are watching it. Uh, she seems to really be enjoying it, which isn't... I'm not surprised by that, but I think she's a good kind of marker for general audience. Mm, so yeah, if she's enjoying it, I think most people can find enjoyment in it. Um, 
Yeah, I'm about halfway through. I'm really liking it. Uh, can't wait to finish that. And then I also watched Prey, which we're going to get to. And then I watched the newest entry in the DC animated Tomorrowverse. That's what it's called. Um, Luke, I don't know if you knew that. Because the I did Superman not. movie's called Man of Tomorrow? Yeah, so that whole, like, now when they release animated movies, they have them as either, they're either categorized as standalone or Tomorrowverse movies. So, okay, worth noting. I learned that today. I was like, oh, cool, that's <laughs> kind of nice. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've watched all of the Tomorrowverse movies so far. I watched Green Lantern Beware My Power uh, today while I was, you know, taking care of the, the fam. And uh, I would give it a Matthew McConaughey. I, I think a lot of the same problems the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie had, this has. Um, hmm. In that, you know, they chose... Uh, I, I think they chose the wrong villain for an origin story for Jon Stewart. Um, I think they had too many characters. And I mean, that's pretty common in the animated movies. Like, there's always going to be other characters who kind of pop in and out um, which i'm usually fine with but in this they're like there the whole time like there's there's moments where you want john stewart to be a hero and it's kind of stolen from him by like hot girl or uh you know green green arrow mm, mm-hmm. it's just it's just kind of weird and then the villain choice is just bad is, i'd say is the villain a reveal or or can you uh, say who it is? I mean, he's on the cover of the. Well, one of the villains is on the cover of the box. <laughs> one of the villains is Sinestro. Okay. Um, and then there is another reveal. Yes. Okay. And it's really, that's where you kind of go, oh no. <laughs> um, but the final fight is good. Like, like the conclusion to the movie is good, and and like when John finally kind of starts to like be a green lantern. Um, it's, it's really fun. And I look forward to what they'll do with him in the future. Uh, Cause I, you know, I think he'll be a mainstay moving forward for them, which is kind of nice. Um, and that's pretty much it. I went to a music festival. That was cool. Um, Dance, dance, yeah. dance, 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 Good dance, time. dance, 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 dance. Cool. Kansas City did really well at Breakaway Music Festival, <laughs> so it'll be back next year. Can't wait to go again. Nice. Well, um, thanks for for your little update there, Tyler. Glad you got to at least get out and do something fun before you got stuck inside for you know a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so, that's a thing. I'm excited for Brett to go because I forgot to mention something that we both did. Oh, I'm curious what that is. Um, so first thing I did was something I started last week, but didn't mention, I didn't mention it because I was only one episode in, um, but I finished Light and Magic. It's the documentary on Disney Plus uh, about Lucasfilm. Is that what you did? No. No. Okay. I'm very curious. He he did a comic book related thing. I can't focus on you. Okay. Um... In terms of documentaries and just seeing the kind of the history of how special effects in Hollywood really took off, um, there's nothing like this. Um, it's six episodes, I think. They're all an hour long, and they, they kind of go through the different 
movies starting at uh, Star Wars. You know, Star Wars, there, you know, George Lucas needed some very specific things. He couldn't find anyone to do these things that he wanted to do. So he just created his own company. Um, but they go through a lot of the people. They have interviews with a lot of the people who were there, um, whether or not they had um, good relations by the time they exited the company or if they're still with the company. I think they did a really good job of talking to kind of everyone who was involved and getting all sides of that story because it's a really I think it's a really unique story in the world of Hollywood. Um, and then it kind of goes all the way up into until Jurassic Park. So um, 70s to 90s. And uh, just it's just pretty phenomenal what all what all they did and how they you know, before computers, before computer, or like right on the verge of computers, mm -hmm. what they were doing, you know, how they, um, yeah, before Jurassic or Star Wars, the first one was pretty much pre computer. How they did things with matte paintings and layers, and is that the official title? Star Wars, the first, the one. first one, yeah. <laughs> um, to like Pokemon, the first movie, yeah. <laughs> that's like an actual title. <laughs> Um, but then like when they were to the point where in Dra at Dra in Jurassic Park, you know, they were convinced they were going to do stop motion and they had been working on it for months and months and months and kind of in secret, the, the team at, um, ILM was creating this proof of concept that they they knew a producer would be walking through the studio one day so they had it on a loop so that they would just notice it as they walked by and they did and they called it out and they're like well what is that and they're like oh well we're putting together a thing for for steven spielberg to see but like they weren't but <laughs> they kind of acted like they were and like they the producer's like oh well i can't wait to see what it looks like you know all fleshed out because it was just the skeleton and you know how that proof really killed stop motion and its tracks um and the ramifications of that um even on that film uh so really fascinating watch i highly recommend it um i'll give it a booyah in terms of document uh doc 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 oh words are hard <laughs> documentaries <laughs> i think it's it's what's really, in that dr really pepper over there not enough t-rex of whatever it is uh, the next thing I did, I watched Bullet Train. Yeet. Um, this is one of those movies that we all saw the first trailer mm -hmm. and was like, I don't know what that is, but it looks fun. <laughs> they convinced me when Brad Pitt punches the mascot and it just goes, <laughs> wait. It's <laughs> like, yeah. I'll see it. <laughs> and let me tell you, I think the trailer, this is one of those trailers that does a really good job of capturing what the movie is. The movie is, nice. it starts off not quite sprinting, but like it gets there very fast and just doesn't slow down. Oh man, I can't wait to see this. Um, biggest pros cast and chemistry. Um, oh my goodness, just how much fun these all of these characters are having together because there's there's like three or four that you see in the trailer, and there's like another five that <laughs> they just don't tell you about. Some are like big name cameos and some aren't, but it's That's great. Cool. It's fantastic because some of them play small roles, some of them play big roles, some of them go 
They're like, oh, I can't wait. Oh, they're gone. Is one of them <laughs> Charlie's Theron? I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I would bet one of them is is uh, Ryan Reynolds as well. <laughs> I will neither confirm just, nor deny. Just a bet. <laughs> I would bet. I would bet good cash on that. Um, I think the action is also really well done. They really have a lot of fun with the idea of it being kind of constrained on this train. Um, they they do a thing where they kind of they hop. The train makes stops like a train does, and so they. But there's a reason that they're staying on the train. Mm-hmm. They're not getting off, and that's all done really, really well. I wonder how many times they watched Snowpiercer <laughs> to like to get the maybe a claustrophobic a co- yeah. feel. Could yeah, yeah. That's a freaking good movie. It makes me uh, want to go watch, watch it. It is a good movie. It's good. I will also co- uh, commend the uh, cinematography on this. I think a lot of times shooting in such a small space even though it's a train can maybe get boring but each of the cars is pretty unique that they that they kind of spend time in of the train cars and they have fun uh fun cinematography they have fun playing with that and uh and giving kind of each car its own personality um the last thing i'll mention is i think that it has some good twists and turns the story is not like anything to like really write home about but it's not bad it's a serviceable story they have some fun twists in there luke's looking at the imdb so he's gonna get himself spoiled this isn't bullet train okay (laughs) i was worried over there um but ultimately i think it it's a pretty easy fanboy worthy for me um i really do recommend it i don't there's been so many good movies i looked at it i was like i don't know if i can give it a booyah based on just how good all these other things have been, but I had a lot of fun with it. It doesn't take itself too seriously, um, and it's paced pretty well. So awesome! I'm really looking forward to it. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping to get to it this yeah. week. Yeah, let's go, Tyler. Let's go see it. Uh, the last thing I did this week, and this is a thing I figured it out uh, that Luke was referencing earlier, was that uh, we both started The Sandman on yes, Netflix. Indeed. Um, and. What are your thoughts on that, Luke? I just want to say up front, I don't have any knowledge of the comic. I haven't read it. Um, and that being said, the show is amazing. Uh, I've seen the first three episodes. Same. Um, and I was just fully locked in when I watched it. Um, I really can't wait to finish it. Uh, the, the guy who plays Dream, mm-hmm. Morpheus, uh, Tom Sturridge... I think he's amazing. He does and such a good job acting with expression. With especially with like how he's like not he has like no emotion a lot of the time too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just has this deep stoic dreamy voice and it's it's just it 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 hypnotizes you. He, you uh, just listen, you're like, yeah, what yeah, well, what you said, man. You don't see. I think a lot of people may wa- might watch this and be like, "Oh, it doesn't doesn't feel like he has range." But that's just because, like you said, he's not acting with expression, like big bombast. Like he's not crying. He's not. Yeah, like, but watch his eyes. Mm-hmm. He acts so well with his eyes. There's a part where I can't even remember what happened, but like his face is just like shaking. Mm-hmm. Um. 
and it's it's super subtle and it's it's so good. Um, another shout out to whoever played uh, Joanna Constantine. I thought she was awesome. Yeah. Um, and I I I hope she's in the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> hope she comes back. Uh, she was fantastic. Um, I've been impressed with. As many big names as they have, yeah, and as 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 quickly as they're kind of going through them, and and that's yeah. not to say like we're not trying to spoil things and saying people are dying, but like there is just a lot that happens, mm-hmm. and so whether or not their fate is left obvious, I, it's they're just kind of moving through story and moving through time. I didn't remember Charles Dance was in this. Yeah, I forgot David <laughs> Doolis was in this, and it's just like. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is a big deal. <laughs> um, the only con I have so far is Matthew. I don't think they should have chosen Patton Oswalt. Oh yeah, his nope. voice is too recognizable, and he's not doing any voice acting to change it. Um, it's it's honestly really disappointing because I feel like that's going to be an interesting character. Same. Um... I would say that's probably my one con as well. And man, I'm hoping I, keep, I just get used to I it. I keep I keep bagging on Patton Oswald and his voice actor roles, but you're right. He never does anything like he's maybe a little more su- subtle or like know what it made me downtrodden think of? in this, but it's not much. It's not enough. Know what it made me think of? What? It made me think of his role in Walter Mitty. How he's oh. the guy on the phone. And it's it that's funny. Yeah. It's this guy who's talking to this guy who's traversing the world and giving advice on his eHarmony profile. Like yeah. it's a funny role. <laughs> and then he pops up in this and it's I can't tell if it's supposed to be a comedic role or not, or if it's just his voice. Well, yeah. I don't know either. I will say that I think it's it's kind of the first time they really lean into using like lean into its ma rating is with him um in the use of swear words and stuff like that which i was kind of pleasantly surprised that i didn't feel like it was leaning that hard into it yeah, i was pretty surprised by that too um quickly now they may ramp up and it, that may seem tame by the end of the show i don't know yeah especially where they're going in episode four yeah. so we'll see what happens <laughs> <laughs> true very true but, we uh, might totally flip on that in one the, episode. <laughs> very, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited knowing who plays uh the lead down there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really curious to see how that goes. Yep. I uh I'm pretty sure I'm gonna finish that show pretty quick. Yeah. It's gonna be I I didn't realize Boyd Holbrook was in this too. Yeah, me too. All of a sudden he was in the show and I was Dang, like Dang man. Where did Where what I He's... just saw this actor and it was <laughs> From he's Vengeance. super underrated. In yeah, my he's opinion. fantastic. Also, go see Vengeance. Um, you might not want to see it because it's a, it's not an indie film, but it's not a blockbuster. You should go see it. It's Don't fantastic. let that be an excuse. That's a bad excuse. It's a fantastic movie. It deserves movie. your attention. It's amazing. Please go see it. I'm just making sure you're not saying that to me. I'm saying it to the world <laughs> and you, Tyler. And you, okay. Tyler, you are part of the world, so congratulations. We are talking to you. Double feature, bullet Dang train it. and vengeance. Let's go. Let's do it. That sounds kind of fun. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, it's really, really good, and I can't wait to finish it. I'm it's, sure we'll give our full review next it's week. It's really gorgeous. 
Yeah. Um, there's some weird CG stuff, but I feel like I kind of forgive it just because they're in a dream realm. I was going to say, they play with that idea of it being a dream realm in certain ways that, you know, aesthetically makes me feel like it. That's okay. Yeah, but like the cinematography, been really digging it so far. Yep. It's really good. That's exciting. Really, really freaking good. All right. On to trailers. Sure. I don't have, I only have one news story, which was kind of the big one of the week. Oh. So I'll let you guys well, kind of okay. go through this. I have a few. Yeah. Start us off, Tyler. What do you got? I don't have trailers. I just have. Well, I have trailers. So let's okay. get into that. Um, there was the trailer for the, I guess it's the spinoff of the X movie uh, called Pearl. Yeah, I didn't watch this because I've not watched X yet. Um, looks gory and fun. Just like X, so <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a thumbs up if you're into that kind of stuff. <laughs> Pretty hard R. Um, there was a trailer for the, I think it's World War II uh, Air Force movie called Devotion. Dude, that trailer was a couple weeks ago, and I totally we forgot to bring it, it up. So I wanted. Yeah, to know. that movie looks. I awesome. don't even know what this is. I'll have to watch it later. Jonathan Majors is the lead. Okay. Oh it no, looks, it's like it Vietnam. Really I think. I think it's Vietnam. Yeah, it it looks really good. Um. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that big thumbs up for me on that one. Yeah, I I think this one looks awesome. A pair of U.S. Navy fighter pilot risks their lives during the Korean War. Korea. Um, the next trailer that I saw, I'm not sure if this is an A24 or a, I want to say it's actually a Netflix. Um, it's called Lost Ollie. Uh, it's kind of gives me some, uh, live action Toy Story vibes. It's in a, a good way or a about, bad way? In a good, I mean, just in the plot way. It's like there's a, a boy who can talk to his, you know, stuffed uh, bunny. So in a Ted way? Yes, but not, but not rated R way. <laughs> in a heartwarming and make you cry kind of way. Homeward Bound-esque. Oh, okay, now we're talking. <laughs> you know, boy, I'm on board. Boy loses his, his toy, who who is like alive, and then the toy has to make its, its way back to, to find its boy. Um, the trailer, I thought the trailer was good. Thumbs up. I'm going back to Devotion. It's Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell. And another and Glenn Powell's in his second flying movie now. <laughs> oh no, is Glenn Glenn Powell just gonna be typecast as a pilot from now on? <laughs> no, man, he's gonna be Barry Allen when they finally get rid of Ezra's bum self. Fingers crossed eventually. Uh the last <laughs> trailer I saw, and I'm gonna try not to butcher this. Um it's called The Banshees of Inertion. Mm -hmm. And this is a Colin Farrell, and I cannot recall the other guy's name, but it's set in Ireland or Scotland, and it's the small town, and this guy just kind of suddenly decides to not be friends with Colin Farrell's character. It's Barry, Barry Keegan. Oh. No, who's the, the old guy? Oh, Brennan yeah, Gleason? Yeah, Brennan Gleason. Um, so Brennan Gleason's character just kind of decides to write out this guy who's been his friend, just write him out of his life, uh, for who knows what reason. And it, it seems like it's just kind of a, uh, cause he's mad. I moody. <laughs> yeah. You know, dealing, dealing with those kind of people in your life, 
Um, I thought it looked well, well shot and well made. I'm, it's probably a sideways thumb for me. Um, these kind of dramas, I think usually I, I enjoy, but the, the biggest thing about this is I think it has a good cast, so hopefully it does well. I didn't see any of these trailers, so Gemma. I give them all thumbs up. Gemma, I don't like you sitting behind our chairs. <laughs> Can you go to bed, please? The one I'm most excited for is Devotion. The pod pup is being needy. Is there thunderstorms nearby tonight? I doubt it. It never rains in Kansas anymore. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of the trailers. We're moving along, boys. Luke, what's your one news story? <laughs> uh, well, mine was the big one, which is... Oh, yeah, yeah. Then maybe maybe let's hit the small oh, ones first. Oh, okay, okay. Tyler, Just a tease. Tyler, what do you got for news? Okay. I will hit some of the ancillary stories around superhero world, uh, starting with some Marvel things. We got another look at Daredevil and She-Hulk. Um, the more they keep showing him, the more I worry about the quality of that show. It feels like their selling point isn't She-Hulk anymore. It's that there's a bunch of cameos yep. in it. Which, uh, you know, anything Marvel's put out recently, that's kind of been the selling point, so... Um, that's unfortunate. Even in their marketing, like there was a, even a trailer where they like referenced all the cameos. They're like, this isn't a show. It's meta, it's bro. All about the cameos. Wink, wink. Yeah, and then the other the other Marvel story I had was uh, <sighs> Rosario Dawson may have spoiled something for Marvel. Um, seems to be any actor who's new to the MCU has to spoil things, and so. <laughs> She may have spoiled the return of the Punisher. It's not confirmed yet, but I imagine she's being talked to about it if the Daredevil show is happening. She's kind of central in those stories. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 a thing. Yeah, at least maybe she's coming back, which I don't know. Yeah, gives me a little bit of hope instead of them just going just Carly Cox. Charlie Cox is coming back. Yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. I mean, I just hope if they do the Punisher, it's not bad. <laughs> he's gonna be shooting them with the Nerf guns. Oh boy, dude, he's gonna just carry like a laser gun, so that there's it just cauterizes the wound immediately. <laughs> um, and then I have a bunch of little DC stories around the big DC story. I don't know if you want me to save. Well, those yeah, let's or... save those real quick. I'll go through a couple um, other little news stories. First off, uh, sadly. Uh, Today, I think it was the, yeah, yeah. today. Yeah. Olivia Newton-John passed away. Mm. Um, rest in peace. Indeed, yeah, that's sad. I saw John Travolta's post. Oh, I didn't I was see like, his post. It was sad, man. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Gosh, John Travolta making me cry. <sighs> With certain, not that post, but it probably would make me cry. Yeah. There's other things that I suppose I could spoil because. <laughs> We, uh, surely everyone's seen Top Gun by now, right? Um, we also got a release date for Sonic the Hedgehog 3, coming in Christmas of 2024. Um, that's probably going up against a Star Wars. Some big cojones on Sonic. I've still not seen Sonic 2. It's not great. You saw it? (laughs) Yeah. We watched it with Claire. Oh, okay. Claire liked it. I don't know if I'll watch it. I thought the first one was just below mediocre. 
And the second one's lower than that. Oh, no. It's worse? I think so. Maybe Sonic fans it... will like it more, but... There's more, don't there's like more Sonic, Sonic characters, I guess, if that's what you're... Again, if that's what you're here for. <laughs> if you're here to see Tails and Knuckles, then I, you're probably going to be happy. But if you want a, like a coherent story to build on the last story, no. No. Well, the first story is not very good. So I'm fine with them like throwing that in the trash can and kind of doing something well, different. Well, the first story was never going to be good when you have a character that's built to run fast and <laughs> put them in a car. Thank- <laughs> I'm glad you caught that alley-oop there, Luke. I was teeing that up for you. <laughs> they just don't know how to use James Marsden because he's the road trip with the fluffy animal. Well, they actor. didn't know how to use him in the second one either because you know what they did with him? Sent him to Hawaii for the entire second and third act of the movie. <laughs> He's go not even in the movie. I mean, he is. He comes back at the end. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. If I mean, I'd I'd rather just see Sonic do Sonic. Then things. maybe you'll like this one better. So, Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I, I don't go to see a Sonic su- movie, so I can. See I'm surprised James they didn't go to Olive Garden. <laughs> True. Put him at Olive Garden, where like his waiter won't give him his food or something. <laughs> He's like, but I have this coupon. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. That movie, man. Luke, break the big news to us. Well, just lots seems to be going on at Warner Bros. <laughs> um, there was a, a rumor slash leak, and people were saying, oh, this isn't real. This is real. Um, and then it was confirmed by... Well, I know Hollywood Reporter was one of them, mm-hmm. but there was multiple. And variety. But it was that Warner Bros. Discovery decided to just cancel the Batgirl movie. Um, it's in post-production. I think it's about halfway through. It was post. in post-production. That's right. It was in post-production. Now it's dead and gone, and the reasoning is they wanted a tax write-off on it because they didn't think it would make enough money in theaters and it was too big of a budget for HBO Max. Um, So they killed it, they axed it, it's never going to be released. If they release it, it's fraud. (laughs) (laughs) So there's no release the Batgirl cut. Um, And DC apparently has a 10-year plan. And I, I just don't even know what's going on anymore, honestly. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, Tyler, you had some more little stories around well, this, right? Yeah, so for starters, I just want to react to the Batgirl cancellation, because um, that sucks. Yeah. I was actually really looking forward to that movie. Um, I thought a lot of the concept art for it looked really promising. Um, it felt like the directors and cast really believed in their characters that they had created um, and the story they were telling. So it's really just unfortunate that that didn't move forward. Um, and it'll just kind of be one of those things that we'll forever wonder what yeah. if. Uh, I would not be surprised, though, if uh, Leslie Grace is brought back for a future project um, as Batgirl. I, I think that will happen. Um, yeah. I just don't know what she'll show it up It will in. be a cameo. Uh, <laughs> Because in Teen Titans she Go. won't get her no. own thing. Yeah, she won't get her own thing. Um, 
but I do think she'll have some sort of role to play in something in the future. Yeah. Um, I've seen people say put her in the Batman too. Please, God, no, don't do that. Let's not muddy those waters. Just let that be its thing on the other side of the fence and don't don't touch yeah. it. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, some of the other stories that kind of kind of been circling around it. Luke mentioned that DC is moving forward with a ten year plan, um, and I guess it's starting with uh, the three movies that are slated to be released, uh, which is Black Adam, Shazam, and. Uh, the Flash apparently still coming out. Uh, they feel good about it, so I will uh, that, believe that when I see it. I keep telling this yeah. to Brett, and I'm going to keep saying it to Tyler. There is that movie is coming out. They are not <laughs> shelving that movie. I think I think it has to. I think the budget for it got so big because of COVID and everything and delays. They they have to release mm-hmm. it. So the budget can get um, I've, big, but not. Or it can get it can't get big, but it can get too big. <laughs> yeah, I mean the whole reason Batgirl got shelved was because with the write off, they came out on top. Um, yeah, they they, they won't would not lose write money off enough to if come they out. shelve the Flash. They're gonna lose a bunch, so they yeah will use whatever goodwill the Flash name has, and hope that Ezra Miller's <laughs> name doesn't just drag it across the dirt. I also, so you're right, and that's 100% why that's still happening, um, despite my many attempts to believe that it's not. I also, I know that they're kind of talking about that, Tyler, that like these these next movies are kind of what's kicking it off. I think that's a total red herring to get people excited about these movies. I think after what's slated right now comes out, is there that's is, when it's the start. reboot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't think we're getting a Shazam three. I, I would. I don't think we're getting a Black Adam two. Do you think? I don't think we're getting an Aquaman three. And obviously, Flash is dead I, after Flash. Do you think? I think Black Adam does get a sequel. If Black Adam gets a sequel, it's only because The Rock personally and <laughs> put half of that money down himself, which he could. No, I, I got a sure. question. How far do you think Wonder Woman three is into production? Um, not far enough to make it feel be safe. I think they could cancel that. I think, they and honestly, too. like we even talked about it in our chat. I even said just cancel everything and just start over. And I was probably ninety five percent serious. Yeah, it's just such an endless muck of nonsense. As a fan. And I can't even imagine what it's like as a studio. Oh, gosh. How, what you have going on where you have budgeting and marketing and... Leadership changes Pre-production, every, filming, post-production. Every three years. Casting. It's like, yeah. You they, have had, a, they had the thing. They had Snyder. They you, had the whole creative group. Then they were bought by AT&T. And that all shift changed everything up. And this then is like Snyder the fourth, went away. And everyone was like, what the heck's going on? And then they were like, AT&T's, I'm going to sell you. And then they sell them to... Discovery and now this is the fourth ten-year plan that DC has had. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Just I agree. What is in pre-production or post-production slash already maybe been filmed? Release it. What you've announced. I would love to see the Batgirl way more than I would love to see the Flash. Same. Even Um, like, and the question keeps arising: like, did they actually cancel it because it's just so bad? 
and they knew it wouldn't work and it's it's like maybe i don't know but it just feels so disrespectful to so many people that are working on an art project yeah like can you like can you imagine being at school you're working on this big senior project do the whole thing and then they're just like we're not showing yours yeah because it might be bad one of, one, <laughs> like, of the, one of the uh kind of the the big catalyst it sounds like for all of this restructuring around hbo max and streaming is, oh yeah, is, that be- whole thing. is because of the fact that Warner Brothers has about $50 million of uh, debt. And so one of the things that the current, the Discovery CEO, now the Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO said was that like right out of the gate, they were looking for like three to $5 million worth of savings just like immediately. Mm-hmm. And is fifty million right or that seems like a lot. I don't remember. No, it was a lot. So I'm gonna well are you gonna look that up? I'll look if it, you are, I'll, I'll look I'm gonna it go up. back to Wonder Woman. Yeah, go for it. Um because you guys started the train started rolling and I had I wanted to, to mm-hmm. butt in, but you guys were on fire. Uh do we trust Umberto Gonzalez? He um, seems, as of lately, he's been pretty good, I think, but. I usually don't trust him. Okay. Well, he seems, well, so Wonder Woman is apparently in a couple things already um, that have already been filmed. And his quote to Fandango was, she's a team player. I think she's going to be around for a while, and I think that's safe to say. So, obviously, that could mean nothing, but I think Wonder Woman... I think with all the mystery around Batman and Superman, I feel like you got to have at least one of the, the main three to move forward. I Yeah, but... But would but it they... be a third movie or just a reboot of her? That's, that's that the question. Know. It's just, it goes back to nobody knows anything. It's just, yeah. it seems like all talk again. Like, oh, we have is a 10-year plan similar to Disney's Kevin Feige and Alan Horn. We're going to do what they did. Okay. Well, it's the third time you've tried, and the first two have been failures. Yeah. So, are you going to... Yeah, like, the thing what's, I want to change Exactly. What are they going to do differently that the previous two regimes didn't do? Because um, there's also rumors that Henry Cavill's coming back. So who knows? I hold I, my I, breath for nothing. <laughs> where do these rumors right. come DC from? Because that's, that's been rumored for like three years now. I don't know where they're stemming from, but they are they are definitely happening. Happening. Okay. Um, I guess on a more positive note, I have yeah. two two more positive stories. Uh, James Gunn came out to say hey everybody shut up stop freaking out peacemaker season two is still happening um good so that's that's not a worry um and then just a little bit ago i don't know if you guys saw this idris elba is apparently working on something he quotes as big for dc um i'm wondering if that's one of james gunn's other shows Hmm. oh that's what i I could see that i could see that so Gosh, I, would lo- I don't know, man. I love a blood sport. Pretty exciting. Show. 
I would too. That'd be <laughs> sick. Yeah. Okay, real quick, I did a I did a little fact check on myself because I thought I thought fifty million feels way too low, and I was right. It's fifty three billion dollars is what. Oh. Uh, oh, mama. Warner Ooh. Brothers. How much? Fifty three billion dollars in debt. That's with a oh. big debt. I say in debt. I, I mean of debt that they have that they need to pay off. So what's Netflix's debt? They should fight have a debt fight. <laughs> Dude. Oh, did you guys hold on? Did you guys see the Netflix story today too? <gasps> no, there was a Netflix story. There's yeah, always a Netflix. Have pay, they have <laughs> to pay true. residuals to writers. Oh, oh yeah, for Bird Box. Yeah, for Bird Box. Yeah. Forty three million dollars, yeah. I think, is what it 43 was. Forty three million dollars. Yeah. 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 Good. At the at the yeah good. It, I will on a I'm gonna. Uh, circle back to Warner Brothers here. Um, if you guys go and look for a number of shows that were HBO Max originals, uh, they no longer exist on the platform. Fantastic. Um, because because people don't like scripted television. Because the the the, the running theory right now is that they have contracts signed with those creatives. Uh, either actors or you know directors um and, you know people who might get this was early on so they may still have like residual stuff most of the time these days for streamers people get paid one lump sum and that's it you don't get residuals but in the early days of the streaming you they were working through that so some people still got residuals and the, th- the thought is that they probably still have to pay those people so rather than paying them let's just take them off of the service whether or not they're watched, as long as they're on the service, they have to get paid. Nice. That's terrible. And most of those shows didn't have any kind of physical copy or anything, so the only way you're going to be able to see them now is if you find a pirated version. So, like, what were some of them? Uh, there was that... Um, There's a bunch of baking shows, which I know no one... No one's going to probably freak out about that, but there was some of that stuff. There was uh, the Ron Dolls Witches... Good. Luke's Get happy rid of it. about that Get one. Get rid of it. That's okay. Um, there was the uh, American Run. Pickle. American Pickle was one. Uh, Run it was a show with the young Gleason guy. Domino. Domino Gleason. Um, was that Moonshot? One of them. Mm-hmm. A bunch of stuff I haven't watched. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. American Pickle was really good. I liked it. That was a fun. Little I've Seth heard Rogen good thing. About that yeah, I've heard good things too. So now I can't watch it. No. Kind of the uh, the double edged sword of streaming is that like if you don't have a physical release and they just decide to pull it, probably for monetary reasons. Again, uh, currently they're looking to like instantly save three to five billion dollars, and so if they don't have to write those checks, they don't have to write those checks, and if they're you know not. Those are not shows that are keeping people watching regularly. So I understand that, like, oh, there probably aren't people that really miss this, but all of a sudden it's like, well, I was paying for, as a subscriber, I'm paying for what I assume these HBO originals to, like, stick around, and now they're not. Mm -hmm. Hey, we got content vaulting in real life, Luke. HBO should do... HBO should do what Game Pass does in that if something is on their streamer, if they're going to be like pulling and pushing all the time, if something's on their streamer and you're a subscriber, they should cut a deal to where you get a percentage off of it if you purchase it. Yeah. 
that would be like Game Pass does with games. Like games are like ten percent off if they're on Game See, Pass. See, but then those shows would have to be purchasable elsewhere. Right. And I'm not sure they are right now. I'm actually gonna look that up real quick. In the chat, Lepke or Game Lord Master says they should build the DC universe on the back of Peacemaker. I'm okay. I I think that they're, is a great idea. They're probably gonna have to. Oh, run, run! You can at least buy on Apple TV Plus. Well, you can buy the show. Run, baby, so it's not run. gone, gone. That's good. I'm sure the witches is the same way because that's a. But yeah, um, and, and definitely an interesting week in kind of the content or the the content, the streaming wars. Yeah. HBO Max went from being one of the best to probably that is, and that's another completely average. That's another interesting thing because there there was a uh, I think Variety maybe did a poll about like what's what is the best streaming experience and HBO Max was the highest. Easily was the highest. Yeah. And the fact that they're doing these things <laughs> what and I understand from a business perspective why you do some of these yeah. things, but yeah. Um, the well, other our customers are happy. Well, let's upset them. Yeah. The other little bit of I've news not had HBO Max for a while, so of that out... uh, I was gonna re up, but maybe not now. Yeah. Sorry. No, no. Um, Discovery Plus and HBO Max will be becoming one service next summer. Currently untitled. Probably HBO Discovery Plus or something. HBO plus Discovery plus equals HBO <laughs> Discovery squared. It's going to be HBO Discovery series plus. Minus, because they they remove shows every minus once in max. a while. <laughs> minus max. HBO Discovery go. minus max. Oh my. Well, divided by Hold on. Netflix. Did we? Uh... Brendan sent me something the other day that I thought was really funny. That was kind of talking about that. Yeah. If I find it, I'll read it. Okay. I don't know if I have any other news around that to mention. I'm trying to think if there's anything. Else Turbulent times, and it'll be interesting to see how how and if this scares creatives off from signing deals with. WB in the future. Um, toxic management can do that, and if there's a chance that your thing well, gets cut, well, they can sign it with WD, WB, and it'll just go to Netflix like the Sandman. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, there you go. This is it. Sorry. Oh, good. I was buying time, so glad you found it. I think HBO Max, Peacock, and Discovery Plus should merge so they can ha make a new service called Max Cock Plus. <laughs> yes, I'm in. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my, love it. Okay, now let's talk about this original streaming movie. <laughs> and this is a perfect segue into. <laughs> This one's um, not on Max Cock Plus, though. A a movie that uh, released straight to <laughs> Hulu, uh, funded by 21st Century Pictures. 21st Century Studios. It feels, Studios. It feels so weird to not see Fox, I can't say Fox in front anymore. of movies. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, like kind of a lower budget. Mm -hmm. 
streaming t streaming tier movie like what uh the, maybe the Batgirl was kind of originally envisioned to be um prey now uh, p r e y um this is a predator prequel that's a lot of p's the predator prequel called prey and uh we all watched it prey what are your guys's initial thoughts I loved it. I had a blast watching my, it. My impression, or aka tweet review as we call yes. them, uh, a great back-to-basics Predator movie. Yeah. Um, I loved it as well. I think that, just kind of like what Tyler was saying, it strips away all of the extra stuff and really just focuses on this little story of survival and the kind of the idea of the hunters becoming the hunted um but in a very simple a very simple story mm -hmm. um it's not it's also nice to peel off all the macho-ness that's of, exactly what i was going to say next of predator yep although i love the macho-ness of the first predator oh no no i love it too. because it's, just, it's, it's nice that they it's great because it. I feel like it's one of the first ones where it like tears that down because you got all these yeah. burly huge men. You got Arnold Schwarzenegger out there, and they're just getting shredded. Yeah, absolutely shredded, and it's it's great. Um, what I said on my letterboxed. Ooh. Follow me, Luke Ski. Luke Z underscore WTFB. Letterboxd.com. I like Luke Ski. Luke Ski. <laughs> what Luke I wrote Ski. was I love the original Predator and the follow up Predators. Praise back to form, delivering an excellent exciting and gory treat also loved the predator's design and arsenal yeah um you mentioned the the arsenal there i liked mm -hmm. how it didn't feel like it was bringing all this super high tech it's 300 <laughs> years in our past but it's 300 of the predators past too yeah so they're not gonna have the exact same thing plus something that the predator movies do is they kind of match up our knees touched. That was nice, wasn't Just it? Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Predator's arsenal and weapons always kind of matches up with whatever time he's in on Earth. Yeah, whatever he's going up against. Yeah. yeah. Um, except for he always has his cloaking device and... And... Yeah. They always nice. got the ex, ex, uh, the Wolverine claws. <laughs> Those things are so cool. I, I had the... Uh, I wrote... I had written historic Predator gadgets. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm, we're all in like, agreement. He there had a for shield sure. and a crossbow, mm -hmm. and he had his net, which was has been around. Um, but yeah, I loved his crossbow. It was sci-fi. It was sweet, but it like fit in with the theme or the era of the movie, so it was awesome. Um, and I loved how it was used. Maybe one of my favorite yeah. predators. Maybe my favorite predator. Because, I mean, the first one is really cool, but it's pretty basic. It's a shoulder cannon, invisible, and claws. Yeah. Um, and then they get a little more outrageous. <laughs> um, obviously not counting Alien vs. Predator. Those are neither Alien movies nor Predator movies. They exist in their own little verse. <laughs> and Those are Elseworlds. You can, uh, you can, you know, like me, you can absolutely love them for being as stupid as they are. Mm -hmm. And... They're just over there. Mm -hmm. We don't need them to touch anything else. Yeah. Please and thank you. Yeah, this made me want to go back and watch 
all the Predator yeah, movies. I think I might do that as well. Like, they're all on Hulu, yeah. so that was, that was really kind of cool. cool. I went and added them all to my list. I was like, oh, dang, yeah. that's dope. <laughs> so I might go back through and have myself a little Predator mm-hmm. marathon. Um, I kind of mentioned it in my impression, but I just appreciated the smaller scale like we kind of already talked about, um, as well as the cast. Yeah, they're great. Uh, I think, you know, really good on their part for casting, you know, people of Comanche nation uh amber mid thunder as naru was really really good she was really good um i thought dakota beavers as tabi was also Mm -hmm. really good um i didn't feel like anybody in the movie stood out as bad Mm -hmm. which is really refreshing Mm -hmm. um because there's always like in these kinds of movies there's always some actors where you're like oh man did did we need that Mm -hmm. like we didn't need him in this scene or you know but no I, i thought it was it was really good and again i say this now i feel like i say this a lot and i'm going to because it's just going to become my bit but i was happy it was filmed outside <laughs> yeah this movie was gorgeous with yeah nat- it really is with natural mm-hmm. light like natural lighting filmed outside like ah just There's thank some, you Dan some great um creative cinematography as well uh really focusing yeah. on the kind of things that are happening in a scene and they'll they'll use the camera to really uh make that feel more whatever it is more frightening more mysterious uh more exciting i think mm-hmm. they do a really good job of pairing up camera shots and cinematography with whatever is happening in the scene mm-hmm. so um yeah. i also going back to the cast i think you're absolutely right when you say that there aren't they didn't feel like there were any real weak actors um, part of that, I think, is how economical they were with um, kind of that, that secondary cast, the supporting, the speaking the supporting lines, cast, the speaking lines. Um, there's yep. there's a lot of extra, you know, supporting characters, but they don't have a ton of lines, and they're not usually around very long. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they they do the Blumhouse yeah, method, which I think is really really smart because it lets your two leads um three i guess if you count the predator shine in their roles and everyone else just kind of fills a a a space uh to propel the story forward um but it doesn't feel lazy either sometimes we we see that and it's done in a lazy way no i think that you know all of these characters have very obvious viewpoints and you know especially with how Nauru is treated by some of her um, Native American, uh, some of the boys. <laughs> There's a boys club uh, mentality there mm-hmm. um, that I, that, you know, was kind of her, it was her story of overcoming that. So mm-hmm. I thought it was great. I loved it. Yep. I liked the dog. One of the, <laughs> the dog. Yes. Oh, the dog is, and the dog's getting a lot of praise too. Shout out to the trainers that trained those dogs because they did really good. Yep, really good job on the dogs. Agreed. Anytime Agreed. you work with my last real note, animals, you never know. Oh gosh. Go ahead, Tyler. Yeah, my last note that I put is I just appreciated that they didn't feel the need to try and connect everything very heavily to previous films. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. You know they have they have the really just the one, two if you count the predator, I guess connecting tissues. Um, which is just really nice. Like I, I really, really appreciated that. 
Don't mm-hmm. not everything needs to feel like it's this seamless connection. Like and granted it's a prequel, so they had a little more freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've seen prequels where they just jam pack a bunch of crap in there to be like, oh hey, 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 you see that? You see that yep. thing? Like it was nice that they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Really, I can only think of one thing that they did it with. And I was okay with that. Yeah. I also want to commend them on um restraint when it comes to showing the predator and showing what the predator is doing the first act of this movie has very little to do with the predator mm-hmm. um and i think that actually makes the pacing feel really good because there's this natural build of they like tease it just enough it's like in the first act it's there's something there right and then yeah. in the second act you see it a little bit but it might just be the camouflage is messing up and yep. then third act it's like death and destruction <laughs> camouflage yeah. gone let's and it looks great fight. like you said i think you said it like it's design it's little helmet thing mm-hmm. it's dope it's all dope mm-hmm. you know what it's i awesome. wish they'd have done with this movie i wish they'd have done what they did with split like they didn't market it like it was a follow-up to unbreakable yeah like they did like i wish they'd not marketed this as a predator movie that yeah. would so, like you're sitting so down awesome. to watch this and then all of a sudden there's a predator and you're like, wait, what? That would <laughs> like, have been, been so sick. I, I think, think I had been... seen an interview somewhere where the director, uh, Dan Trachtenberg, had said something to the effect of like, we, we wanted to not market it as a predator movie. But, but then will people watch it? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, Especially it's already going to streaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, would word of, word of mouth be enough to get people on? Because those these things live and die with like how their first week goes yeah movies have a little more leg just because you know you're not necessarily but it's gotten really positive reviews and it sounds like he's open to do a sequel yeah oh well yeah one of my positives is this might be the have the best sequel bait ever which is during the credits yes i thought totally agree like we're we're in the era of post-credit scene yeah and this is just and you'd go uh what dude that was so good and the movie's over and i was like excuse me <laughs> what? yeah i i rewatched the the credits after the movie it's a blink and you'll miss it if you yeah. if you're one of the people that doesn't watch credits you're not gonna see it mm-hmm. yeah because i watched it and, and i was like i was like wait did i see that right it's, <laughs> it's like it's not even like anything that crazy it's just no. boop yeah, I, I went back and rewatched it, and Dana's like, what are you doing? I'm rewatching the credits. I gotta see Why? Because I think I just saw something, and I need to confirm it with my own eyes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I, was, I, uh, I'm really, ex- I wish some of the people in the cast could come back, because I really did like everybody, but I mean, there is some deaths, so. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I hope Amber Midthunder comes back. Um, and I'm excited for what some of these people, what else they might get. I was gonna say it'll be, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was gonna, yeah. Hopefully, this opens a lot of doors for them. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's, I yeah. think it's just a good reminder that, like, I know we say this a lot, but like, a representation matters, and being able to see yourself and your culture on the big screen, even if it's on your TV screen, on on the screen in these kind of stories, I think is really really cool. But be that like. It doesn't, I don't need to be watching, like, a white man doing something for me to enjoy it. Like, you don't have to, 
don't gotta cast Ryan Reynolds in every you action don't. comedy movie. <laughs> so like, don't be afraid to to take swings with stories and even IP. Like this is Predator's a pretty big IP. Mm-hmm. It's maybe not as important as it was fifteen years ago, but you know, having the flexibility to say, hey, we want to make this a very tight and secluded story. It's its own little thing. We don't have to spend a bunch of money on it. You know, spend what we need, but keep it economical. And um, and still people like me, who are not of, you know, Native American descent, can really appreciate it and really reflect uh, and and relate to going through struggles in, in a way, even if it's not fighting a eight-foot monster Alien. from another world <laughs> yes so, i agree yeah good job more things like prey please mm-hmm. um what's your guy to, what's your guys's rating i give it a fanboy worthy i think i think i'll give it a fanboy worthy too i i could move it up to booyahs because it's it's really well done um, you have too many booyahs this year. So many booyahs this year, yeah. Um, I also yeah, I'll give, give it a, a fanboy worthy. worthy. A yeah. high one. <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah. it's right up there. And you guys got to remember, I also gave the Batman a fanboy worthy. So it's like right there below Heresy! the Batman. It's a really high fanboy worthy. I, I wanted to give it a booyah, but like, I don't know. It feel, fanboy worthy feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, notice I don't think any of us had any cons. Just nitpicks that don't matter, that don't even ruin the movie. Right. Things I could just notice. Right. Mm. Like, oh, that bear didn't look perfectly real. Oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not going to talk about that for a, a streaming movie with a budget of what? Probably $50 million. Yeah. One, I guess here's here's a. I'm not even going to call it a con. I'm going to, I'll use it as a conversation bit here though. Um, it has some pretty intense gore in it. But that's really the only thing that I think pushes it into like a, like a R slash TVMA rating. I think that's pretty expected for a Predator movie. But at the same time, I was like, oh, like I, you could have put this out as like a PG-13 movie. And I think, I would have enjoyed it still. Mm-hmm. Like you could have come back on the gore, and it and it wouldn't have necessarily detracted from the story. But I know that there's some expectation with Predator movies that there's a certain level that you kind of need to hit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, even just like I think... even this like just seeing a skinned animal, yeah, or person can just be like, oh wow, yeah. the the uh, The wolf was rough for me. Oh no, it reminded me too much of a dog, I think. Yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't really want to see that. Uh-huh. I liked that the Predator, sorry, I'm going back. I liked that the Predator wasn't like flawless in every fight too. That was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked to, you talk about the budget and I think a lot of the decision for why they did it that way too was um, this little, this little blurb from Forbes. They put an article out today about it. Um, Predator earned the original Predator earned 98 million worldwide in 1987 on a $15 million budget. It's 59 million domestic gross remains top for any solo Predator movie. 
Oh wow. Um, Predator 2 earned 55 million worldwide in 1990 on a 35 million dollar budget, while Predators earned 52 million domestic, but 127 million worldwide on a 40 million dollar budget. Super underrated Predator movie, by the way. That movie is awesome. So, um, and then they tried to do the the Predator, and it's um, garbage. <laughs> It earned lousy reviews and 51 million domestic, 160 worldwide, uh, which was the record for a Predator movie, but nowhere near enough on an $88 million mm. budget. Hey, at least that movie's budget was only $88 million. I was going to say, that is still pretty good for these days. Honestly, I mean, they was, held back a little bit, which that is That was, what, 20... Nice <laughs> sorry, Tyler, did you say that yeah. it was like 2017, 2018? Uh, I closed the article. I think it was 19. 2019. Yeah. 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 No, I'm I'm honestly kind of surprised. I I thought that last one would have been over a hundred. So. Mm. Yeah, but no, it's just it's kind of a you know that that article is pretty indicative of like why Prey was decided to be put on a streamer. Um, it just they don't do big numbers at the box office, but they're they're really popular online, yeah. which I think is kind of surprising that it wouldn't do well, but. Not everything is driven by online social media takes. <laughs> well, and it's what? not it's not a uh, traditional like I don't I don't know if it draws the same crowd as like a traditional horror film, and it's probably not quite the same as like a like a four. It's obviously not a four quadrant superhero action movie, like an action big action movie that you can bring a thirteen year old to Ooh. if you're if you're aiming for that R rating. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think this it may have found its niche here. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Digging it. Oh, okay, guys. Go see the or go watch. I say, yeah, go see the prey. The go, prey. Go pray. Go see prey. <laughs> go go, go pray, <laughs> as well as go watch yes, prey. Go watch prey. And actually, just watch Predator. Watch Predators, and, and then watch excuse, prey. Good excuse to go rewatch some of those if you haven't in a while or predator ever. predator 2 is kind of hilarious because it's so weird yes mm-hmm. um yes <laughs> uh but it's it's not really that i can't good. wait to rewatch that predators i think is super underrated um it's a lot of fun it it's kind of like prey where it's it's a totally different um setup yeah. it's like on an alien planet in the future um and it's it's really unique i think People will like that one a lot. And they like Prey, which is And they like Prey. All right. I don't have any fanbox questions for us this week. Uh, but if you do have a fanbox question... What is your name? Brett. What is your quest? To find the Holy Grail. Seek the Holy Grail. What is your favorite color? Yellow. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, everybody. <laughs> Um, you can ask us a fanbox question over on social media. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram, kind of the most, um, at what the fanboy, or you can head over to our website. Did you say your favorite color is yellow? It's not. Oh, I was going to say, that's just, I mean, it's fine if it was, but it's just not a common answer. It's so. just throwing out a color just to throw you off. Did it work? Yeah, it did. <laughs> well, we're here like... My brain melted like, it can't be yellow. Uh, you can find all of our old episodes over at whatthefanboy.com. You can find all of the links there, as well as ask us fanbox questions. Um, 
And of course, we appreciate you tuning in to Twitch this week for the live stream. Mondays at 8 o'clock is when we record. Um, all the episodes are available on YouTube or your favorite podcast uh, streaming service. So That's right, baby. Yeah. Until next week, we'll see y'all. Bye. See you guys.